0: happy friday everyone lots to talk about on today's locked on nhl podcast the seattle kraken are in the playoffs for the first time in franchise history plus the playoff races in both the eastern and western conference are going down to the wire and we have our women's hockey spotlight focusing on the Worlds. all that and more on today's locked on nhl podcast
1: you're locked on nhl your daily podcast on the national hockey league Part of the Locked
0: On Podcast Network, your team every day. And happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NHL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On NHL your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Gil Martin. You can find me on Twitter at vsNYI And my co-host every Friday is Rachel Donner. You can find her on Twitter at rMiriam. Happy Friday, Rachel.
2: Happy Friday. Yeah, down to the wire indeed for the playoffs right now. A lot of exciting games over the next five or six days.
0: Yeah, we're going to wrap up this season with a bang, some great playoff races in both the East and West as they go down to the wire. But hey, first, before we even delve into that, how about the Seattle Kraken? In their second season of existence, they are in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty incredible, especially after the first season they had. And they kept saying, no, we have a plan. And Uh, They did a ton of really good hiring in their analytics department. And, you know, they said, no, we know what we're doing. And sure enough, they've put together a really consistent, solid team this year. So, congratulations to them.
0: Yeah, it's funny the way they did it because they're only three games above 500 at home, but 25, 10, and four on the road so uh you know it it seems like they travel better than they play at home yeah i guess so but uh congratulations to the kraken as they have made the stanley cup playoffs and we've got some great races for these wild card spots right now in the east four teams going for two spots we have florida in the first wild card spot with 89 points the islanders with 89 points. In the second wild card spot, and then Pittsburgh one point behind them, and Buffalo six points back. But the Sabers have two games in hand.
2: Uh, Gonna Saber? I mean, they could, they could, but uh, assuming they can't get there. It's going to be an interesting weekend of games for both teams. And, you know, you look at the Isles, the Panthers, and the Pens. They have three games left each. And the Islanders and the Pens face much weaker teams than the Panthers. With Looking at the remaining schedule, Uh, the Isles are facing the Flyers, Caps, and Avs. The Pens are facing the Red Wings, Blackhawks, and Columbus. And then the Panthers face the Caps, the Leafs, and the Canes. So uh, strength of schedule is going to really be a significant factor to finish out the season in the East.
0: It will be. And the only caveat to that is some of those better teams may not have a lot to play for. Carolina's still battling with New Jersey for first place in the Metro, but... Uh, Toronto is pretty much locked in to where they're going to be in the playoffs. So, you know, they may have tougher opponents, but will those opponents be resting players? And and uh, will, will they be as intense and determined as they otherwise would be? So it, it's going to be interesting. And the other thing about all three of those teams, Florida, the Islanders, and Pittsburgh, they're so inconsistent. I mean, the, the Islanders lost twice to Arizona, but they've also beaten New Jersey and Tampa and Carolina. You don't know what you're going to get from any of these teams on any given night. And I I get the feeling each of the three teams at the top of this race, Florida, the Islanders and Pittsburgh, they have three games left. I get the feeling we won't know which two teams are going to be in the playoffs until all three of those games are completed. Yeah, I, I
2: think that's a, a very distinct possibility. My gut says the Panthers and Isles are the ones that head to the playoffs, but you never know with the Pens and you can't really count out Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin.
0: No, very hard to count them out. And, and you know, with, with all these teams, you don't know which version of the team is going to show up. We've been talking a little bit about the Florida Panthers and we have to give a shout out to their goaltender Alex Lyon, who has really been a difference maker for this team. He has won five games in a row, and there's no way that the Panthers would be where they are without the strong play that he's given them. And it seems like he almost came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, well, interestingly, he was a a college free agent signing for the Flyers. So I'm uh, very familiar with him, signed a three-year ELC out of Yale to start his career and then uh, became a free agent and was in the canes organization for a little bit and now he's with the panthers organization uh he has always been a really solid goaltender and i always knew that given the right chance he could have an nhl career i don't know that he's a starter uh you know, long-term, but I think in this situation, he's working out really well for Florida. In those five games, Uh he's got a 961 save percentage and a 1.4 goals against.
0: Uh, yeah. Pretty not phenomenal. Bad. <laughs> not bad. And, and and in the win uh, on Thursday, 56 saves to get that win. He's got a shutout mixed in there, and he has really – uh, covered up for the fact that Florida's defense isn't always uh, paying attention to detail, shall we say? And yeah. uh, coming up with you know 56 saves, 39 saves, 38 saves and some of these wins really has helped the Florida Panthers take over that first wild card spot. Meanwhile, in the West, you have three teams going for that last wild card spot. Winnipeg and Calgary, each with eighty-nine points, although Winnipeg has played one less game than the Flames, and Nashville just one point back, and they're even with Winnipeg in games. They both have four games remaining, and this is going to go down to the wire, I think, as well. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, of course, you know Seattle has that top wild card spot. Pretty much locked in, so it's between those three teams to see who gets that second wild card spot out west. And you know, one of the factors here it could be this tie breaking scenario because the Jets currently have the most regulation wins, uh, and by three and four games over Calgary and Nashville, so that that could play into it for sure. Um, which is, you know, why they're currently in the number two spot, even though they have the same number of uh, points as Calgary. But yeah, I I think this is going to come down to the wire as well, because all three of those teams have had really strong wins, but also just brutal losses and a little bit of inconsistency there. I would say the most uh, with Winnipeg, which is, is a little concerning for that holding on to that spot.
0: Yeah, they have been very much a Jekyll and Hyde kind of team. And for what it's worth, Winnipeg has a plus 17 goal differential, Calgary a plus 10, and Nashville a minus 8. So if that tells us anything, maybe Winnipeg should be the favorite to nail down that last spot. But one point separating three teams, uh, as you said, it is going to go down to the wire. We have got a lot more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On NHL podcast. The women's world are being played right now in Brampton, Team USA, off to a great start. And Erica Ayala will join us to discuss that in our bi-weekly women's hockey spotlight. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for the quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Indeed.com slash on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey there, hockey fans. Erica L. Ayala here for another women's Hockey Spotlight, and we are going to be talking about the IIHF Women's World Championships happening in Brampton, Ontario, Canada. In case you didn't realize, if you're not watching on YouTube, I am the host of the Locked On Kraken podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. So I would be remiss if I didn't say, Congratulations, Kraken fans! We have punched our ticket to the postseason. Let's talk about women's worlds in Brampton, in the GTA area, and Canada looking to get a three-peat gold at the IIHF World Championships. Now, let's just take you back. So, of course, 2020 was canceled because of COVID. In 2019, the U.S. took gold and Finland took silver canada got bronze that was the first time canada got anything besides gold or silver in the iihf tournament and you know what michael jordan style you know i think they took it personally and they won the last two championships also won an Olympic gold medal in there and are looking for the three-peat. They have Natalie Spooner back after having her first child. She scored in their opening game. Sarah Nurse has been a revelation, and they have some young talent as well. Though the United States has finally also gone younger, we saw Erin Frankel get her first game in the tournament already as the United States has played one game they'll play later today. And, um, you know, those still are the two powerhouses. Finland is probably top three, but you have to worry about Czechia. Germany and Hungary now playing in the top division, not the more likely contenders for a medal, but are very competitive and are fun. We're seeing so much fun. Everything from rock, paper, scissors between France um, and um, Hungary to decide who gets to leave the ice first to um, Hungarian fans just having a blast in the stadium. This is a young tournament. The average age for most teams is about 23. Actually, Canada is one of the older teams. And so we're going to see 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds that we saw at U18s in the last handful of years competing at the senior level. Japan is a really great team to keep eyes on. They've been in this top tier for a while, but they also are much younger and they've gotten faster, stronger skaters, which means that offensively you're starting to see them really perform in a way that we haven't, not at least consistently over the last handful of years. They were able to take Team Czechia to overtime. Czechia won bronze, their first bronze medal at the 2022 IIHF tournament. And that was a really fantastic game between the two. It was Katarzyna Mrazova, who, of course, plays in the Premier Hockey Federation for the Connecticut Whale. We've talked about Katarzyna Mrazova and Team Czechia and the Connecticut Whale on the Women's Hockey Spotlight before. So there are so many storylines. We're going to have to keep you updated. I'm gutted that we only get to talk every other week because we're missing a lot of action, but that's okay. We're going to keep you going. But just so you have a medal count, Canada has 21 overall medals in the IIHF tournament, 12 gold, eight silver, and that one bronze we talked about. The United States has nine gold, 12 silver, and then Finland has the most bronze medals by and far, 13 bronze, one silver, still looking for their first gold. Golds, excuse me. Now, a team to maybe be a little bit concerned about, and we talked about this before on the locked on NHL show, both for the Olympics and, of course, for world championships last season, but is Team Sweden. And they really got routed in the tournament um, by Germany. And so, you know, these are, uh, this Sweden team is a team that we've seen that they've struggled since putting their federation on notice that they wanted better treatment. And so Germany got that win yesterday, 6-2 over Sweden. We saw, again, Czechia and Japan, that win to overtime. Team Czechia gets a 2-1 win over Japan. And then we saw the France and Hungary game, 4-2 victory for Hungary. And on day one, the United States, they got a 7-1 win over Japan. Japan did score that first goal which again is a benchmark for them. We heard their coach and some of their players talk about they know that being in the top tier in Group A is going to be a grind. They expect that, but being able not only to score first against an opponent like the United States, but they also scored against Team Czechia, those are part of their building blocks. And that's just how it goes for them right now. And then Canada got a 4-0 win over Switzerland. Switzerland is another team that... We have to see a little bit more uh, regarding what they can do. They do have some offensive power, including, of course, Alina Mueller and Laura Stalder, uh, Alana Mills, just to name a few. But they've been struggling to get that offense going in these international tournaments. So it's going to be interesting to see how the tournament unfolds. So I know I mentioned we only come to you every other week for the women's hockey spotlight, but don't fear. The Locked On Network is going to have women's world coverage, whether it's me over on Locked On Kraken, some of the other hosts as well. And you can always head over to my media company, Black Rosie Media, where we will have your daily recaps and do some fun stuff uh, content-wise by some of our contributors that are in Brampton. So right now let's just get you to the standings only two full uh, days worth of games. But right now the United States is at the top of the table. Um, That's because of their goal differential. But again, the United States and Canada did get wins. So did Czechia, but the United States scored uh, put up a seven spot so they have the goals against uh, or goals for average in their favor. In group B it's Finland on top 14 goals the most the most they've ever scored in program history. They're feeling pretty confident at the top of group B followed by Germany, Hungary, Sweden and France. Uh, Sweden and France still looking for wins as well as in group A Switzerland and Japan looking for wins. Thus, today is as follows. The United States is taking on Switzerland, Finland versus Germany, and Czechia versus Canada. That's going to be a good one happening tonight, Friday night. You can watch on TSN or the NHL Network. On Saturday, Sweden versus Hungary. That's another one I'm going to be keeping a keen eye on, Japan versus Canada in the middle frame, or the second game, I should say, on um Saturday on Sunday, you've got Finland versus Sweden, the United States versus Czechia, and Germany, France. And then by Monday, we've got Hungary, Finland, Switzerland, Japan, that could be a good one, Canada, and the United States, Monday night. You're not going to want to miss it. And again, make sure you are locked on to the NHL show, Locked on Kraken, or even check out Black Rosie Media, the Ice Garden, just a few places that have coverage, full coverage of the 2023 IIHF Women World Championships. That's all I've got for women's hockey, but stay tuned to Locked on Kraken as I follow the Seattle Kraken to their first playoff berth. All right.
0: Sending you back over to Rachel and Gil. And thanks again to Erica Ayala for our biweekly women's hockey spotlight. And uh, congratulations to Team USA getting off to that strong start at the women's world. Uh, Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about FanDuel?
2: The NBA playoffs are almost here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel America's number one sports book because customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe, secure and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. I made a bet on Joel Embiid to win the league MVP. Uh, As I am a Sixers fan, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: All right, Rachel, we have got uh, an interesting weekend, a little odd with the schedule. No games tonight for Friday night on Good Friday. Every team in the league is actually playing on Saturday and then only two games on Easter Sunday, so uh, a little bit different than usual, but... A lot of these games Friday, uh, Saturday rather, do matter. And let's start with the Buffalo Sabres hanging on in that wild card race. Every game for them is a must win. They're hosting the Carolina Hurricanes who are fighting for first place in the Metro division.
2: Yeah, both teams with huge implications here for our first afternoon game of the day on Saturday. And uh, this is absolutely critical, like we were talking about for Buffalo. For Carolina, you know, they want to have that division title to secure home ice uh, for two rounds in the playoffs. I I think that uh, is a huge goal for them. And so this is a big one for sure to start the day.
0: And then at one o'clock Eastern time, the nationally broadcast game in the States on ABC the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Detroit Red Wings. And we know Pittsburgh, one of those three teams fighting for that wild card spot.
2: Absolutely. So I think, you know, the Pens should be highly motivated. Uh, Maybe Detroit wants to play spoiler here for the Pens. So uh, we'll see how this one goes. But, you know, like we said in the first segment, you know, these three teams battling it out in the East, Um, very different strength of schedule, but uh, on the Saturday games, they all have a really good shot to win.
0: Then at 3.30 Eastern time, uh, two of the better teams in the West, Vegas visiting Dallas. This could possibly be a West Conference uh, final series preview.
2: Yeah, it it could. And I think that, you know, when you're looking at those teams, uh, the division titles are still up for grabs as well. Uh, So, you know, placement is not guaranteed at this time. So I think all of these playoff bound teams are looking to win out for the rest of their seasons.
0: Yeah, it's going to be critical. And, you know, you're talking about division races, the Edmonton Oilers. Visiting San Jose, that's a four o'clock Eastern start. Obviously, San Jose, they're ruining things by winning games and not getting know. Their, their ping pong balls in order. But Edmonton still fighting for, uh, you know, better position and possibly uh, to secure home ice advantage in the first round.
2: Yeah, right now, that's where they sit in the number two spot. But, you know, with the same number of games played as Vegas, they're only three points behind Vegas right now. And so if they win out, you know, there could be a difference here because Edmonton has uh, significantly more uh, regulation wins than Vegas does.
0: Yeah, so that that certainly helps them. Meanwhile, when we get to the evening games of Florida visiting the Washington Capitals, the Panthers need to stay hot. There's no margin for error. The Capitals right now just playing out the string.
2: Yeah. But uh, you also don't want to miss out on Nashville at Winnipeg. Those t- two teams uh, fighting it out in the West for wild card positions. So, uh, at, and they're playing at the same time. I feel like this uh, evening, Saturday night games. I'm gonna have to do like the two different screens with like quad view just <laughs> to see what's going on w- with all these games.
0: Yeah, and, and you know you got to figure if the the game ends in regulation, the loser is at a big disadvantage as far as getting that final wild card spot in the West. Yep, definitely. The New York Islanders hosting your Philadelphia Flyers, so our two teams going at it at 7:30, and uh, the Flyers—what is it? Five straight now that they've lost, and the Islanders kind of battling for that first or second wild card spot, and they have no margin for error.
2: No, and uh, I think it's going to be one of those interesting ones because I think, you know, the Flyers are kind of sick of losing. They also maybe, again, you know, talking playing spoiler, uh, would want to come out of this one to make it harder for the Islanders to stay in it. Um, And even though they've lost five in a row, the Flyers are kind of stuck in this seven spot in the lottery standings just because the teams above them also seem to keep losing Um, except for uh, San Jose won a bunch of those games and Montreal finally won, but the difference is is so big and um, you know, the the teams below them are I think too far behind. So I think, you know, seven is it. There's not much motivation to lose either. So they might as well win.
0: (laughs) Another interesting game at eight o'clock Eastern time on Saturday, the New Jersey Devils still fighting for first place in the Metropolitan Division in Boston to take on mm. the Bruins. And that is an ABC nationally televised game.
2: Well, yeah, of course it's the nationally televised <laughs> game. Uh, this could end up being the conference final. And so I think that, you know, obviously, Boston is in a different situation in terms of, you know, they don't need to play for anything. They're going to rest some guys, the devils, you know, do they want to put in that extra push to win the division for sure? I think they do. And like go into the playoffs on a really good run and, and beating a team like Boston could help them.
0: No question. The Minnesota Wild battling in the West. They are in a fight for playoff position. They host the St. Louis Blues and uh, the Wild, you know, they need to get their consistency back.
2: Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Um, Kaprizov's return is around the corner. So that could be a, a factor in this one as well. And obviously with St. Louis eliminated, it feels like, you know, if any game is the game to get the wild on a more consistent track, having Kaprizov back and winning a game against a team like St. Louis would do
0: it. Calgary, one of the teams in that Western Conference wild card chase, they are in Vancouver to take on the Canucks. Nice rivalry game, but boy, does Calgary need this win.
2: Oh, yes, they do. Absolutely. And, you know, again, I think that consistency is the issue here with Calgary. A lot of up and down this season, but I also think there's a lot of pride at stake here with this team. And, you know, with so many changes this season from last season and wanting to prove that this is a good team and this is the right team or the right and the right core to move them forward. I really think that, um, you know, this is going to be a a good game to watch if you're a
0: Calgary fan. And then the late game, 1030 Eastern time, Colorado and LA, and the Kings kind of falling off a little bit as of late. They need to get some momentum heading into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to this one (laughs) that late, but I want to see what shape Colorado is in heading into the playoffs as well. And so these are two teams that have had some issues as, you know, like you said, um, and Colorado has had all these injury issues all season. And so are they ready to defend their title?
0: Yeah, we'll find out. Two games on Sunday at six o'clock, Boston in Philadelphia to take on the Flyers. Neither team really with a lot of incentive uh, nope. as far as playoffs are <laughs> concerned or draft position. And then at 8.30 p.m., the Colorado Avalanche still fighting for playoff position, visiting the Anaheim Ducks.
2: Yeah, this uh, will be an interesting one from a lottery perspective. Uh, as of recording, the Ducks are in the number one spot And uh, are are they going to keep their losing ways to maintain that spot? You know, like uh, San Jose was there for so long and then they won all those games and Columbus was there for a little bit. Chicago was there. And so like those three teams, like it's going to be down to the wire for them as well to see who's got the highest percentage
0: points for the Connor Bedard sweeps tanking for bedard it's almost over but we'll see who who wins the race to the bottom i want to thank everyone for making locked on nhl your first listen today now make your second listen game to game nhl every moment every top performance every result locked on game to game covers every contest from across the national hockey league with local analysis that only locked on can deliver follow game to game on locked on nhl available on the odyssey app youtube and wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On NHL Podcast. Want to wish everybody a happy Easter and a happy Passover. Uh, I will be back on Monday with three of our local hosts discussing the biggest stories from around the league. Uh, Until then, stay safe, everyone. Have a great holiday weekend, and thanks for listening and watching the Locked On NHL Podcast.